Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 489, recorded from the Defunt Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing very well, thanks. Thanks for asking, Gary. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. What's new in your neck of the woods, partner? Not much. No? I've been spending a lot of time in the pool. That's good, though. You said it's been like 90 degrees, right? You're, you're getting breaking records every day. But yeah, my pool, I just looked again. It's, it hit 90. My pool's never been. Do you like 90. it that warm, or is it almost too warm for you? No, I don't play the play. I don't play the playbook. Well, I'm not saying it's a play. No, but I've heard from other people, oh, it's not refreshing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it it does cool you off. Sure. What's your hot tub at this time of year? Or do you not even use it? I don't don't run it because it only takes takes about a half hour to get it to where you go in and watch Jeopardy. So, like, I turn it on, like, right before we walk the dog. And by the time we're done walking them, it's good to go. But that only gets like like, what, 110? On one oh one oh four is the max that you're supposed to run a hot tub. There you go. So one oh four and the pool's ninety, so it's not a huge difference. You can so we usually them. get in when it's about ninety five because then you don't get the sweats. Gotcha. So it'll let you sit there for a good half hour before it gets like, ooh, it's getting warm and you gotta jump in the pool and swim, but a lot of time doing laps or just like hanging out? Yeah, doing laps. I, I, I've been reading a lot. I kind of took oh, like yeah. five years off from reading. And now I'm like, how come I haven't, how come I haven't been reading? Reading's good. I just, I, I get, I put one down. I'm reading another one. I'm constantly reading. I can't, I, I think I said this. I don't know if I said this to you recently. I said it to somebody, but I have, when I actually read a book, my problem is I can't stop. Right. I have to finish and then I'll be up all night reading a book. So I've been doing uh, audio books, which helps because I could just pop it in and which would be a good play, too, for me. Like when I walk the dog is like you just always want to be we just have so much negativity in our lives. Not like you and I in particular, but I'm just like just in general to access misery. Yeah. You just pull up Twitter and it's like, yeah. Just a bunch of garbage people fighting, doom scrolling at each other, trying to get you to vote this way or vote the other way. You're an idiot if you like. The Grand Floridian over Beach Club. You're a buffoon. I mean, yeah. it's just so miserable. Oh, speaking of, I think I mentioned this to you in the chat, but I told you I had a customer that was talking about uh, he was going down to Disney. Yeah, he got upgraded. He got upgraded. Or it, so, pixie dusted as the 
Oh, right. Pixie dust. A little bit of pixie dust. As but the cheerleaders he, call it. <laughs> so <clears throat> I just want to wrap up the story here. He came into to the store a couple weeks ago. And he's like, I just got a call from a Florida number. They said it was Disney. And they told me they wanted to upgrade me for free from Caribbean Beach to the Grand Floridian. He's like, do you think that's a scam? Because he knows I'm a big Disney person. He's like, is that a scam? I'm like, no, I don't think so. Because I like right off the bat, I was like, eh, you know, but then how the hell would anybody know that you're staying? And especially like where you're staying right. at. I mean, right. that's a lot of a lot of information. So right. I said, so he said, well, let me call you back. I got to talk to my family. So they gave him a number to call and he like Googled the number and it was a Disney number. So he's like, it seems legit. He's like, we really wanted to stay at Caribbean Beach because of the Skyliner. He's like, should I switch to Grand Floridian? I'm like, listen. It's three times the price, basically. Yeah. Per night. It's nice. Everything about it is nicer. I said, you don't have the Skyliner, but you have the monorail. And he's like, you know what? I think I'll do it. He's like, we really wanted the Skyliner. So I told him, I said, well, when you call him back, ask him if they can upgrade you to Riviera, maybe. Yeah. They have rooms there. So yep. he said, my, he, my advice would be, sorry to interrupt, but my advice, like in that situation, I mean, stay where you want to stay, mm-hmm. obviously, but. If you're going to get upgraded, like you said, to a place that's three times the price, then book Caribbean Beach the next time you come down. Yeah, exactly. That's just my take. What were you going to say? So he he said that he ended up calling him back and he asked about Riviera and they said they didn't have any openings. So he ended up taking the Grand Floridian. So on Friday night, I'm going out uh, with the girls. We're going to Garden City, grab some food because they just opened a Shake Shack in Garden City. So we wanted Mm -hmm. to check that out. Um, Not like a burger place. Yeah, it's just like a fast food burger. Like friendlies, kind of. maybe. Uh, it's like a Five Guys kind of. Oh, okay. More like that. Just like all they have is like burgers and a couple other things, and then like milkshakes. They have a lot of mm-hmm. milkshakes too. So it was good, by the way. Um, so he calls me. He goes, "I had to call you. We just got back." He said, "I can't believe I even considered not taking this upgrade." He said, "It's unbelievable how nice that place is." Good. Good. That's a good story. And he said the lobby's like under complete construction. He's like, but it didn't matter. He said, it's just gorgeous there. He said, it's perfect. Like, he said, I can't believe. He said, I'm an idiot for even considering not taking the up for a second. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, it's hard to put it like just to say, yeah, it's better because of this, this, and this. But until you see it, like, it just makes a huge difference. Any of those monorail resorts are just like such an upgrade from a moderate. Yeah. It's crazy. So it was a it was a good ending. So he was he was so excited he had to call me and tell me about it. So I was I like that. That's a good because I was a little worried because right after he made the made the switch, I saw some pictures of the lobby like completely under construction. I was like, oh boy, that's like that's like a war zone there right now. Have you seen that? Yeah. It, I mean, if they're redoing the lobby, it's going to look like that at some point. You can't really fault. Yeah, you can't do like that. one square foot a day <laughs> yeah you know i get it i would be bummed though but at least his was an upgrade he didn't pay the full price to stay there you know yeah i, th- I think yeah for for somebody like him he doesn't know what he's missing right or what he missed out on whereas like if i wanted to go there at christmas to be able to get the whole you know grand piano and, and it was under construction and, yeah. yeah it could be a little little disappointing for sure so that that was my little quick story I'm I'm going on tour now. This is my golf season coming up. I got I played What's golf. This, you actually gonna you're gonna play like when are you playing? 
I played Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to New Hampshire this weekend with my UConn buddies. We're playing twice. And then when I get back, I have... Use Mr. Denoy's condo? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You just call him and say, I'm bringing my dirty slob friends up? Is that yeah. cool? Or... Yeah, exactly. He doesn't mind. He loves seeing it get used. One of these times, if we need a fourth, I'll have you fly up to New Hampshire and play some golf with us. How many do you normally have? We have four this year. Sometimes okay. one person can't make it. Would you do? You wouldn't come to New Hampshire to play golf with us, idiots, would you? I mean, I'd probably make a week out of it. Like if if yeah. you would, if we could if you would like commit to playing like Wanna Moist and some of the other gems. Oh, I would. Yeah, I'd, I would take. I don't know how much vacation time up. you have, but yeah, I would. I would. I would make a. I, I'd do a week. That'd Keep me in mind. Sweet. Yeah, maybe next year we'll see. Anyway, so playing there, I got a couple things through work coming up, so I got a, a tea time at Lake Buena Vista for September fourth. So I'm I'm ready to rock. I'm I'm on tour. My new irons came in. They came in in two days, parts. I ordered them on a Sunday. They were at my door on a Wednesday. I we're not having those manufacturing delays like we did coming out of COVID, huh, parts? I guess not. Nice. They're ready. To, they're ready to rock. I mean, I got excited just. <laughs> With the TP because, you know, I literally was going to be stealing them from public restrooms. And your excitement is your freaking irons. I mean, we're complete opposites, aren't we? Yeah, I guess so. So I'm excited. Although my last round with my old irons was pretty good. I hit them pretty well. So we'll see. The ball striking exhibit. How come I can't Exhibition. It wasn't that good, but it wasn't bad. Like it had been going bad with my irons for a little while. And then this last round, I think they didn't want to go out on a bad note. They knew it was their last hurrah. So that was good. Can I break them? No, I'll, I'll probably give them oh, to, uh, to the good Dr. Ed Hand. Let him use them. I would love to break some. <laughs> well, we, you still have that channel opportunity. I think that would be you a like sensation. Just go to like flea markets and buy like cheap clubs and break them and see how easy Start they break against trees and stuff. Wouldn't it be fun? I mean, how many views would you get if you went out and bought like that not new nine hundred dollar driver and you just started smashing it on a? Oh, it'd be great. You could get like some of the good players from Sarah Bay doing it. Like plus two handicap breaks stealth two driver. Like that would be a great thumbnail. Blanton Farmer snapping it over his knee or whatever, <laughs> wrapping it around a tree. Thumbnail. That's a nerdy word, isn't it? <laughs> it's very nerdy. I'm telling you, there's a little bit of a uh, investment up front, but I get—I guarantee that channel would take off. The club breaking channel. It's so dumb it would take off, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it's probably not one out there. I don't think so. I haven't looked, though. I don't want to be disappointed. Anyway, on that note, should we take our first break? Sure. All right, we'll be right back.
All right, we are back from break, episode number 489 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And I will say that during the break, I searched for a golf club breaking YouTube channel and nothing came up. Okay. There are golf, there are breaking golf club compilations of like guys on tour that broke them on TV and they have like 20 minute videos of just people breaking clubs, which is fun to watch. But I think like a scientific breakdown of breaking clubs. Like maybe clubs from the seventies hold up better against a, a birch tree. We don't know until we find out. <laughs> Is it easier to break a seven iron over a cedar or a pine? Right? Like we gotta find these things out. <laughs> Try to break it on a root. There's so much you could do with it. Like which which shoes can step on a shaft better? Like are the foot joys or the pumas better at snapping a putter? Imagine like you go to the car guy. Hey, you mind if I grab a cart? Is that that idiot doing his YouTube channel smashing clubs against trees? Like, <laughs> hey, parts, I needed this for about ten minutes. All right, yeah, no problem. Here, here's five dollars. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so this week on uh, the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, we're talking about under the radar restaurants at Walt Disney World, and that's kind of our bread and butter, isn't it? Yes. In general. So I was thinking of a lot of these after you mentioned it. And I'm going through in my head. I'm like, we Sorry. talk about these all the time. All the but time. that's because we always talk about the under the radar ones. But I try Because we go... always, my philosophy has always been if a restaurant's crowded, it sucks. And if you can get into it, it's typically good. You have lived by that. It, there are some exceptions to that. There rule, are but... always exceptions, but just in general, basically yeah. in general. So I tried to go like even under our own radar. Like we talk about a lot of the same ones and I'm sure we'll bring them up during this episode, but I tried to go even further under our radar on my list. So let me see how many I have here. I have a list of about nine or 10 that I want to at least touch upon. Okay. So you want me to start off with one of mine? Yeah, sounds like you got a few more than me, so why don't you go ahead? I'm sure we're going to have some doubles. Yep. This is in no particular order. This is just yeah, we're gonna we didn't do bring it up. Top, yeah. We're going to talk about it. So the first one, I have to bring it up first because I think it's going to be on your list. It's one of the original under-the-radar restaurants we always talk about, Grand Floridian Cafe. That's actually not on my list. Okay. Surprise it's not. That's okay. That's okay. But I mean as far as under the radar goes for us, not at all. But in general, like you said, you can almost always get a pretty easy reservation there. The service is always good, the food is always solid. Um I don't know. I think they... for me the problem is it's not a little secret as much as it was five years ago. You think it's more, more on more on more people's radar these days? Yes, okay. I think it's starting to become because of that brunch a, menu, a destination. Like yeah, because I just think it's good food offerings from that morning to two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's not quite a steakhouse seventy one, where you know people come from you know different resorts, but it, it's slowly becoming pretty damn popular. Okay, so that's the reason why it didn't make you right. But I still think it's a little bit under the radar, and the prices aren't bad. 
and the food. Put it is this good. way: on the monorail loop, it, it's going to be the poly, and it's going to be the contemporary way before people get off at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, yeah, especially since Steakhouse Seventy One opened. Right. Yep, I agree with that. I mean, we know all the all the hits. I'm just looking at the dinner menu. I mean, that breakfast slash lunch menu. So good, isn't it? Is their signature, but their dinner menu is pretty good too. You can get a cast iron seared pork chop for twenty seven dollars. Comes with pasta, mushrooms, and marsala sauce. How great of a how how great of a price point is that too? Twenty three dollars for a meatloaf with red bliss potatoes, broccolini, and mushroom gravy. You got shrimp and grits for twenty six, a classic one. That lobster thermidor burger, which a lot of people really like, twenty six dollars. For a, a burger patty with lobster parmesan thermidor sauce served on a brioche bun with the cafe's signature French fries. You know what that place is like? It's a primo piatta. Yeah, everything. As on far there. as like, if you were staying there, I could eat every meal there, like I did at Riviera over Fourth of July. It's pretty damn close. Yeah, that's a good point. If you know what I mean? For a like long it, weekend, everything you, really you just wrong. read off, I want to try. And that's just the dinner. Don't even get us started on that breakfast menu. You got the I mean, steak and eggs that you like. You got steak and eggs. You've got pancakes. You've got a traditional breakfast. You've got the uh, the stuff that chicken Chris and just, waffles. Chicken and waffles is unique. Yeah, eggs Benedict. They even have a different burger for lunch, which is the Grand Floridian burger, which is a uh, a burger patty with brie cheese, bacon, pepper, jam, roasted garlic aioli, and arugula on a brioche bun. I mean. Two fantastic burgers for two. Like you said, you could go for lunch and have the burger and dinner, Mm -hmm. have the burger and have completely different experiences. Can't go wrong with that. And like, and like you were saying, the price point is not bad. The entrees for breakfast, 15 to $20, yeah, uh, 23, excuse me. And then for dinner, you're at like 20 to 36 for the strip steak. So not bad for Disney restaurant what do you what do you have uh for your next one you know in, in no again in no particular order i've got trattoria al forno okay when i stayed at the boardwalk we had breakfast there and dinner there and it's kind of a not out of the way but it, there's just so many good restaurants over in that area that i think some people like forget about this mm-hmm like especially for for Italian, oh, there's a million other places that have a good Italian. You, yeah, I know you true. did the character breakfast. Yeah, they're not doing that right now, right? Right, it, it, yeah. which was fine by us because we had a regular breakfast. And other than Topolino's, this was this is probably the second best steak steak and eggs I've had. Oh, okay. And I think we ate dinner the same night, and it was phenomenal. But it's just not at the top of everybody's head, I don't think. No, it's definitely like you think of Boardwalk, you're thinking of Flying Fish. First. Or you're thinking of v- Via Napoli, you know, walking over to the International True. Gateway. Yeah, especially for Italian. Via Napoli. Or, there's just so many different options. But it's got some good stuff on there. And again, the price point, it's a little more than like the Grand Floridian Cafe. Mm-hmm. You're looking at uh, 28 to $39 for entrees for dinner. I mean, 39, you get oak-grilled strip steak Florentine with roasted vegetables, olive oil, potatoes, uh, served with butter. Veal asso buco for 35 oh, bucks. Kristen got that. It was 
freaking awesome. Grilled swordfish with pancetta, bell pepper, zucchini, and cannellini beans for 32 bucks. I love it. And that's what I had. Love grilled swordfish. It was good. It, oh. Even like truffle and gnocchi, which is like, I guess, a vegetarian dish or close to it. It's $28, but I love gnocchi with some truffles on there. Can't go wrong with that. There's some lasagna, shrimp parparadelle. Some good stuff. Some pizzas mm-hmm. if you want to go a little lighter. Or Side even that dishes. wouldn't be a bad like shareable as an appetizer. Yeah, that's true. You know, for pigs like you and I, if you and I were doing like our you know annual <laughs> board meeting. Yeah, exactly. And we'll have it we'll have a steak and we'll split a big pizza. <laughs> With some calamari too. Yeah, throw some calamari it. in there. Got any soup? Very good. I like that. I didn't even think of that. Again, under the radar. You ready for my next one? Uh, yeah, we're going back to you. I'm going. Uh, I'm going over to Old Key West with Olivia's. Is that again? You don't think that's under the radar? It's so far out of the way for most people that I don't think a lot of people go there. You don't think it's popular? No. You think I it's think... just popular with with the with the rubes who own there and the Old yeah, Key West is the best? I think. People think it's good. So I don't think when I pick something, I don't think that people think it's bad. I just think people don't talk about it and don't go there that much. I mean, when we took your sister there years ago when she was living here, and we went to the water parks mm-hmm. and we were all three of us were like, this place is fantastic. Why have I like you said, why have I never been here? Because it's out of the way. And I think you w- was. The only time you ate there was when we had the breakfast. No, because we ate there on the gentleman's trip as well. Oh, and how good was that? That was unbelievable. After the golf round, like middle of the, like two o'clock, right? We ate there. Yeah. I think I had the shrimp and grits. It was fantastic. But the breakfast was really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely. I mean, they even have a brunch on the weekends, which kind of combines both of their, their breakfast and, and lunch menu. Um, the dinner menu though, again, they have the chowder, the conch chowder, yep, the shrimp fritters, crab cakes. I'm telling you, that chicken dish is, is you have to get that $25 mashed potatoes, southern gravy, biscuits, and vegetables with that fried chicken, which is it's so good, some of the best you'll find anywhere. They have a seafood stew on the menu now. Shrimp, scallops, calamari, mahi-mahi, and mussels simmering in a coconut and tomato broth with garbanzo beans, pineapple, and edamame served with lime rice and toasted almonds. $26. That sounds good. I might actually go there now. We have one day where we don't have any reservations. Maybe we'll just take that walking path over to Old yeah, Key West. Yeah, I like that. Olivia's. Yeah, I like that. Walk around there. Show Sarah Old Key West because she's never been over there. Got to expose her to all these DVC resorts. All the properties, yeah. Well, I want to stay here. I want to stay here. Well, you know, we might need to get a you know a handful more points. <laughs> if you really like Beach Club, we should probably own there. So we you do have there. to own a Beach Club. Yep, there are there are about five resorts that you do have to own at in order to book. Which will be on one of our upcoming DVC University shows. Yep. But also. Uh, just to mention, kind of to piggyback on 
Olivia's. If you go to Gurgling Suitcase, you can get uh, that southernmost buttermilk fried chicken off the Gurgling Suitcase menu. No, that I didn't know. Yeah, $25, so it's the same price. Same That I didn't know, parts. Yeah. And it's coming out of that kitchen, obviously. So there you go. Just something to uh, to put in your back pocket there. What do you have for your next one? I'm going to stay over at the boardwalk area. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite restaurants on property. Todd English's Blue Zoo. Okay. That place is phenomenal. And it is so easy to get a reservation. Anything at Swan Dolphin is pretty easy. Even Shula's isn't that hard, right? Yeah. No. See, I didn't include... I tried not to include any places I hadn't eaten at. Which is fair. That's fine. So there are, there were a ton at the Swan and Dolphin. I was like, man, these places would be perfect. But I haven't eaten there, so I don't want to say it's like must try under the radar until I try it. So... And that'll be a perfect spot for like some time if you stay at Boardwalk or Beach Club. Yeah, just walk over. That place there. is so good. Their chowder. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it has those like homemade oyster crackers in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so good. That their chowder is so good. Now this one you would put it more towards the signature end of the price point. Because the, the entrees are thirty two to Fifty-seven dollars. So you're you're getting up to the higher end, but which is it is considered a signature. Okay. So like that their prices, sense. I don't think are that bad comparatively speaking. For a signature, no, they're they're probably on the low end of a signature. Exactly. And it's not just uh, just seafood. So if you have picky eaters, you get they have steaks on the menu. Uh, they have a, a crispy chicken. They even have a vegetarian option, so it's not just um, not just seafood, but obviously the seafood is the main attraction there, if that's what you like. I love that they have like their nightly choice of fish. Yes. Yep. I mean that sounds good to me. And then they have like these little sauces that they bring out, and every once in a while, because I don't like a sauce on my fish. Yeah, but like they brought one out and I tried it. I was like, oh, my God, is this good? Like I tasted it with like my finger. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to put a little bit on my swordfish. And it was like, yeah. oh, dear Lord, is that good? So it says they have uh, a warm crab meat Dijon, a salsa verde, a white wine sauce and a charred tomato sauce as options. OK, I don't remember the charred tomato, but I think you get a choice, though. So maybe you didn't ask for that one, or maybe they didn't have. So it you day. do, because the first time I did it, the, and then the, the server brought me all of them. Oh, okay. He's like, like, because like I think there's like a little upcharge, but he brought. He's like, yeah, give all of them a try. I'm like, you're good, sir. Like this guy was just ridiculously good. And by the way, it says you can get nine. It's nine dollars to add a lobster claw, which is I don't think that's that bad. No, I don't think that's bad at all. Nine bucks for a lobster claw. I mean that's. What three four ounces of lobster? Probably. Do you like chowder? I do. I really like. Yeah, chowder. you you yeah. you you got to have this and tell me it's not the best. 
Now, do you have a? Uh, do they have like a bar? You could go up to the bar and get like a beer and get a chowder and just sit. There. Yeah, like they have a really long bar. Like as, oh, nice. as you walk in, I don't. Yeah, yeah, because that would be like another thing. Like if you guys were staying at Boardwalk, like you could just if you wanted to, you could just run over there. Yeah, and just grab a beer and a in a bowl of chowder and then head back to the room. Right. Exactly. I like that. That's a good play right there. So I have one. This one has a question mark on it. So okay. I'm going to ask you, because this is probably going to be the last one I was going to bring up, but I'm going to bring it up now. Would you consider for dinner Kona to be under the radar? Because it's near Ohana and Ohana gets all the love. And Kona breakfast is very popular, but I feel like their dinner, their lunch and dinner isn't. Lunch and dinner are a little bit under the radar. I'll give you that. Okay. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Then? All right. Now, this one I put on there, I've only had breakfast there, and I loved it. I've had breakfast there a few times, and I have a dinner reservation there coming up in a few mm-hmm. weeks. So I'm excited about that. So that's maybe part of the reason why it's on there. Um. I feel like you don't hear a lot about it. You said you love like the pot stickers. Oh, they had. oh, I mean, it's it's just one. It's like the size of a plate. Yeah, so and they, good. And they have those uh, the ramen bowls and everything. Like, I'm really excited to try it. Um, there's a lot of good options on there. Kona braised short rib, the pork belly noodle bowl. Asian marinated chicken, mahi bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Maybe it's not a sandwich. I can't even tell. No, it's not. But still. New York strip, salmon, uh, quinoa. Then they have different sushis. Uh, They have a turkey banh mi sandwich, a big kahuna burger, poke bowls. A lot of good options. Fresh. I love that style. That like Pan Asian Japanese fusion kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see myself going all out, getting the getting the pot sticker, getting the chicken wings, maybe getting some sushi, maybe getting an entree as well. We'll see. There's so much I want to try on that menu, and I think it's a little bit on the. Uh, Like the exotic side for a lot of people, where if you have picky eaters in your family, it's not going to have something for everyone. Like, I wouldn't take Frank here. Although he'd probably get like that big kahuna burger. Pastrami, yeah. corned beef, pepper jack, mustard aioli, cucumber, served with french fries. Like, he, he would get that, but that's like the only option for him because he's too picky. So he doesn't even like 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 uh noodle like udon? No, he wouldn't eat that. Okay. No. But I'm excited for it. I think it's under the radar. So I'll report back. Although it's not the easiest to get a reservation. It really is. I could be wrong. I could be but it's very small compared to other restaurants too. It's not the biggest right seating wise. All right, what do you have next on your list? I'm still staying over at that boardwalk area. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
in one of my favorite restaurants on Disney property, Amare. Oh, yeah. That's so new, it's almost under the radar by default. Yeah, but it's just, oh, God, it's so good. Now, you've eaten there once and did takeout once, right? Yes. Okay. You, it was Christmas Eve you ate there, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, we ate there. We had our Christmas Eve dinner there before we went over to Epcot. And it blew you away. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, that porterhouse was delicious. And she got a, a sea bass that, like, they, like, wrap in parchment paper and steam and cook. And, oh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Calamari was good. Oh, the pizzas are insane. You can find our to-go pizzas on our YouTube channel. That's right. Yeah, the entrees are a little expensive. Like more towards signature pricing. Right. Twenty seven oh, yeah. to sixty three. Yeah, signature. But those flatbreads, the pizzas are nine seventeen, eighteen, nineteen bucks, depending on which one you get. So that's not bad at all. And those are big enough, like if you just want if you were doing takeout from there and you just want a pizza, like one is enough for two people, or would you get one per person if that was your only meal? Um, I'd probably go I'd probably go with two. Yeah. Well, that's still not bad, like 17 bucks per person. Yeah, they're on the smaller side. I think we split one for an appetizer. Gotcha. And then we did the calamari, and we brought some of the pizza home because we wanted to make sure that we could finish everything. Yeah. Can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, that yeah, place is awesome. It's beautiful inside. It's on the top floor, so you're getting some nice views of property. It's nice. Yeah, everything about that's under the radar. That Swan Reserve. That resort's beautiful. The Their whole, cabanas are like yeah. a tenth of the price of the ones all over Disney property. It's it's a great, great, great resort. And you've said like if you're gonna pay cash for a room, you're probably staying at Swan Dolphin at this point, right? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I like I like that place obviously better than the values, and I like it better than the moderates. And I like it better than a lot of their deluxes. I just I love that property. Yeah. Can't really go wrong with that. That's just a good because answer. I'm an Epcot nerd and the proximity. I mean, it makes sense. You're paying half of what Yacht Club is, and you're still getting everything that Yacht Club offers. So the next one on my list, this is going to be the only buffet I have on my list for under the radar. You think it's under the radar? Boma? Yeah. I do. Do you? I bet if you asked... 10 people, random people at Disney World, if they knew what Boma was, you'd probably get nine people that wouldn't know. People don't. That's fair. It doesn't get recommended unless you're staying there because, as you know, Animal Kingdom is a six and a half hour plane ride right. from anywhere else on property. So it's and you not gotta easy connect. to you get. You got to connect too. You do have a layover in Detroit, which is not the best, but. That's a nice airport, though. Detroit's got a really I love nice Detroit. Airport. That's yeah. on my top five. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we should do a show. You want to do a show about our top airports? Sometime? You're going to have to have uh, Angry New Phil and Joe Qua on because I'm not a, a jet setter. I've only been to five airports probably. All right. Let's so. uh, Yeah, if those guys are up, we'll, we'll do our top airports. That would be a good show, wouldn't I'll it? I'll take a week off. You guys could do that. Yeah. Um. So, you again, you don't think it's under the radar. 
so I think what happens is anyone who actually goes there raves about it. It gets really good reviews. I think it's fair. I think it is under the radar the way you presented it. Yeah, but I don't think people go out of their way to go to it, and I think they should. One, because it's fantastic. It's so unique. Both breakfast and dinner are so good there for different reasons. And that resort is deserving of a visit, no matter what. Oh, no doubt about it. I would say if you have a a resort day, like a non-park day when you're going, I would dedicate four or five hours to going over to Animal Kingdom Lodge, walking around, looking at the animals, yeah, having some food there. It doesn't have to be bomb. You can even just go to the quick serve or go to that Victoria Falls bar if it's open. At yeah, that. Seriously, I, I mean, like use, use the bus depot over at Disney Springs. Why not? If you're going to do like a morning over at Disney Springs or, 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 when, or whatever, just... Yeah. You know, have breakfast at Boma or dinner at Boma, but go over to Disney Springs, do some stuff, and then take the bus over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Or take an Uber or something. Oh, yeah. If you want. But, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, It's fantastic. The food's so good. The theming's great. That resort's beautiful. The lobby's out of this world. We're going to have to do a dinner there. I did dinner there on my birthday last yeah, year. Yeah, I've never done one though. It if, was if, oh, if you guys, if if you guys do Animal Kingdom Lodge, we'll come up for like a night and we'll yeah just be, do the resort. They have like five different soups on the I know. buffet parts. That's like right up your alley. I know. I tried the one during their culinary experience, and I forget which one it was. It was something it was the that butternut I would... squash. Yep. And that one of the five, I tried them all. That one was my least favorite, but mm-hmm. I knew that was going to be, and it was. Still but it was good. sneaky good, wasn't it? It was still good. It was like, eh, and then you try it, and you're like, ooh, ooh. But okay. they have this like oxtail beef stew. Oh, yeah, I heard so that's good. phenomenal. <laughs> you get this big chunk of like on the bone beef that just falls off, and you're like, oh, it's ridiculous. I want to go back. That place is so good. Anyway, up onto you. What do you got? I'm gonna um we're gonna still be staying over at the boardwalk area. Okay. But we're gonna talk some quick service. Oh, all right. Katsura Grill over in Japan. All right. I've thought this it, might make your list. It is it, I mean, wh- where does everybody go? They either go to Mexico or mm-hmm. Yorkshire Fish. Yeah, that's those are the two big France, time chairs. Uh, the one in France is big. The La yep. Patisserie, La Hella, whatever it's called. That's big. But yes, you're right. And you know what? It's going to get further under the radar because they're opening up like a quick serve sushi stand in Japan very soon. Yep. So that place is just going to get further under the radar. I knew I know that's like your favorite quick serve place anyway. Yeah. But even if you don't like the stuff you get, it's such a gorgeous setting. It's it so is far, beautiful. It's so far out of the way from anything else. You almost feel like you're not supposed to go back there. Like it's up a hill and up a path. Like you're like, am I supposed to even it's be over here? It's beautiful with all the bonsai trees. It's gorgeous. In the koi fit. I mean, oh, it's, it's just... ridiculous. So even if you just need like that that free Disney ice water, it's worth just going I'll, up. Oh, go get the green iced teas and go sit there like like during uh, Garden Rocks or yeah, because you can hear it usually. Pretty and you good can hear the music there. from there. It's it's yeah. such it's such a hidden gem. It's very nice. And I've never even eaten there, and I'm saying all this. Mm-hmm. Just just the area is gorgeous for it. So I definitely agree with that. 
again, like I said, I haven't if I haven't eaten there, I'm trying not to put it on my list. So that that's one, fair. That one didn't make my list. A place I have eaten at and I want to eat at again. I said there was only one buffet. This is like half of a buffet. Ale and Compass for breakfast was so good. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the dinner or lunch because that's how far under the radar it is. Like, no one even talks about it. Yeah, that's on my list, too. Okay. For the same reasons? Uh, Yeah, I've had breakfast there a number of times, and now we're, we're going back to when it was Captain's Grill. Okay, yep. Um, but like we did, we did one of the, uh, the eat to the beat gotcha. where you, where you, where you got guaranteed seating if you ate at one of their restaurants. So we had mm-hmm. dinner there. We had lunch there one time. So we've eaten there quite a few times and it, like, yeah, I mean, nobody talks about this place. Nobody. I don't know if you have the menu pulled up, but I have the breakfast. Do you want me to pull up the dinner? Yeah. All right, let me get the dinner going here. So, Alan Compass dinner. We have uh, roasted garlic shrimp, uh, the Parker House rolls and spreads as an appetizer for $13, and roasted buffalo style cauliflower for $9. And the shrimp is $15. So, the rolls come with bacon jam, pub cheese, and citrus butter for $13. So, usually I don't love paying for bread. Because a lot of the Disney restaurants, you get it for free. Mm-hmm. But when you make it worthwhile, like Sanaa does, or like this kind of thing with these different kind of dips and spreads, right? I don't mind paying for it. And I like a bread appetizer. You're not a huge bread guy. Right. But you do like the Disney bread a lot of times. Like I do. Bread yeah, service I do like can it. impress I think you. have a lot of great bread services. Yeah. So that's something I would be tempted to order. Um, they have a blue crab bisque for $13, which that's unique. No one else has a crab bisque on property right. that I know of. Um, they have flatbreads. So, again, some pizzas, $17 to $20. They have a short rib French dip flatbread parts. How does that sound? Braised short rib, marinara, sweet peppers, cheddar, herb ranch, arugula, grilled lemon juice, chili flake, and au jus. That sounds so good. Chipotle barbecue chicken flatbread and a vegetable fra- uh, flatbread. Then we have for entrees, we have a bacon and Vermont cheddar burger, $21. 10 ounce New York strip, $36. I like Vermont cheddar. Oh, it's good. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. How about this? New England seafood pot pie. Shrimp, scallops, jumbo lump crab, sustainable catch of the day with baby carrots, pearl onions, peas, potatoes, and a crustacean cream with a flaky crust for $30. Sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Sounds very good. Uh, vegetable pasta, del pasta with spinach, sautéed mushrooms, tomatoes, roasted garlic cream, and a citrus gremolata. $24. That sounds ridiculously good, by the way. You can add $4 for chicken, $6 for shrimp, so you could have like a shrimp pasta for $30. Bucks. Uh, brick lemon herb half chicken. With duck fat, roasted potatoes, broccolini, and sautéed wild mushrooms with panju, $26. Catch of the day with pan-fried saffron risotto cake and fire-roasted tomato pepper sauce for $20. And the Cabernet Bray short ribs with a roasted vegetable mash in a barbecue demi-glaze for $32. 
I mean, everything sounds good there. Mm-hmm. That does sound really good. And that breakfast for $23, you can pick any breakfast entree and get the buffet, which is just like pastries and meats, but it's a no-brainer. It's, you a, get shri- it's a no-brainer. Shrimp and grits is $20. For, so for an extra $3, you get that buffet, which has fruits, yogurts, parfaits, pastries, um, biscuits and gravy, cinnamon buns. And your uh, drink is included if you order the buffet. Correct. Your coffee or your soda or whatever you want. I mean, crab cake Benedict, $19. Salted caramel apple French toast, $16. Two eggs any style with bacon or sausage. Served with potatoes, $16. Dark chocolate waffle for $15. Blueberry bacon pancakes for $15. Smoked salmon on toasted bagel sandwich for 17. I mean, 23 for a nice entree and a really good breakfast buffet is a steal. And you and I did that during the gentleman's trip. We did. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. You want to try it again, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. That was really good. So what did you get? You got the grits, didn't you? I got the shrimp and grits, and they were phenomenal. Right. Yeah. I think I went with like my traditional like omelet. Yeah, they had an omelet. I don't even think that's on the menu right now, but you got like a regular regular omelet or something. Probably like ham, peppers, and onions or something. So that was on your list as well. Yeah, that was. I mean, it's just you haven't left boardwalk yet. I, I really haven't. Like, I think just all three, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. are just so good. Yeah. Now, would you want to eat anything other than the breakfast? Oh, I would definitely have the dinner, but I was specifically thinking of the breakfast because I'm dying to go back there. Dying to go back there. What's on what's next on your list? Skip Bayless's brother, Rick. Rick Frontera Casino. Okay. Over at Disney Springs. This place blew me out of the wall. I mean, it blew my mind. They had like a corn soup that they prepared like prepared like right there. Where they bring your bowl and then they just mix it and oh, really? it was so good. Cocina. That is such, such, such an under the radar. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, restaurant. nobody's it, ever talked about it. It's also on like the far end of Disney Springs where no one goes. It's like down near uh, House of Blues, isn't it? Like yep. on that end. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this menu chips and salsa. Obviously, that's cheap five bucks. Queso fundito. Half and half, which is uh, guacamole and hummus with chips. That tortilla soup, is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Red chili vegetable broth, chipotle chicken, avocado, chihuahua cheese, tortilla strips, cilantro, and onion. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? Of? I'm thinking about the corn soup that I had over at uh, Gico. 
Oh, okay. But you have eaten at Frontera, right? Yeah. You, yep. Yeah. That's what I got was the tortilla soup where tortilla they prepared soup. it. Yeah. It was just it was the same type of preparation where they brought you like the 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 bowl. Yeah. And then they brought everything that in imported over and mixed it. Yeah. That's exactly what I got. Yeah. The corn the corn soup was over at Chico. Yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff, especially if you like Mexican. This is like high end Mexican stuff. Yeah, it's good. Like it's non greasy. Mm-hmm. Everything was fresh, kind of like Tex Mex a little bit. I mean, it was just it was good. Yeah, there's tacos, enchiladas, carnitas, carne asada, which is steak. You know, there's even a mahi mahi with mojo de ajo, slow cooked garlic, olive oil, lime, and chipotle sauce. I mean that sounds fantastic. Have you ever had mahi? Oh, I've had mahi. Yeah, I love you mahi. Like it, mahi. Oh, it's really good. It's my favorite fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I've had like blackened mahi uh, fish tacos, which is out of this world. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, mahi's very good. Yeah, this sounds good. I'm, I can't say it. It sounds really good, and the price point. Unless you get the steak for forty five, you're in the twenties for pretty much every other entree. Yeah, right. Which is not bad. Not bad at all. Ten dollars for that soup you were talking about. Most of the appetizers, or I think that soup's one of those where, like, you take a bite and then you start laughing because it's that good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I wouldn't have thought again. Never. Really, I haven't been there, so it's not on my radar right. at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my last one here. How many? Do you have any left after this? Um, no, not really. This is fine. Okay. We can, we can wrap it up here. I got one more, and this is a place you need to go to, and I think you're dying to go there. Is Morimoto Asia? Yeah, yeah, yep. I've been to the quick service as we've talked about in yep previous show, but yeah, just. I mean, I only went there once when it first opened. I sat at the bar. I had like some sushi, and and you're a sushi guy. I like sushi a lot. And I, was this was this like did this was, blow you away? It was really good sushi. Because I don't know if I'd know the difference between really good and lousy sushi. Uh, you know, I wouldn't either, unless you get okay. like food poisoning from lousy sushi. Like I'm not a connoisseur. I just like it, so I don't know if I would be able to tell you the difference. But it was good. And then I had. Uh, it wasn't anything fancy. It was like. A orange chicken or something like a regular like Chinese takeout kind of thing. But it was just like upgraded and so good. But I want to try. I want to try that Peking duck. You're going to. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you really? I want to try that. Sixty six dollars. Because I think that's that's the type of place I'd like to go with you because I'm afraid. I got But you. if you got it, I would I would want to try to bite. You know what I yeah. mean? Yep. Carved house roasted whole duck served with steamed flour pancakes, apricot sweet chili, and hoisin miso. Minimum of two guests and half duck mm. orders are not available. Price for two. So they don't even let you order it by yourself, I guess. Minimum of two guests. But they have like a duck ramen. I don't think if you if you ended up ordering that and I ended up ordering something else, I don't think they're going to tell us we can't. Yeah, I know. It's just funny that it says that minimum of two guests. They have the Peking duck ramen. 
duck broth, wheat noodles, duck meat, scallions, cilantro, and a soy marinated egg, $19. That'd be a good way to dip your toe into the Peking duck for $19. That's bucks. true. That's the thing. Like, you can get high end there. Like, you can have a really expensive night, but you can also get, like, a ramen bowl for 20 bucks and probably be full and have a right. good meal. Um, so there's good stuff. There's side dishes, little small plates, dumplings, egg rolls, popcorn, shrimp, um, different soups, egg drop soup, hot and sour soup. Obviously all the different sushis, a, t- a ton of different sushis. Yeah, I mean that I love I love that style. That's why Kona made my list as well. Like that like fancy Asian food makes me really excited. And I don't get to have it that often cuz I always just get cheap Chinese takeout, which I love. That's like one of my favorite things, but when you have it that's really good, it can definitely uh blow you away. For sure. So, Morimoto and I still think it's under the radar. It's a huge restaurant, and like you can't miss it if you're in Disney Springs, but I don't think people flock there. You don't hear a lot of people talk about it. It's, yeah, you're right. No, I, I, I completely agree. But I've heard nothing bad about it either. Anyway, what else do we have? Anything else you want to add here? Should we take our... Uh, our we can take break? our next break because we have some... Uh... Some people from our Facebook group who chimed in. All right. So we'll take a break and we will be right back. Canada, you are far too vast and beautiful for words to ever really tell. Canada, 10,000 dawns and sunsets I could see. And still not know you well J'ai suivi la trace de tes oiseaux de neige dans les forêts J'attends un peu à peu ton cœur et je vois plaisir Comme si, comme l'enfant Canada, mon Canada Aboutissement de rêve pour toi we are back from break we just got through episode number 489 talking about under the radar restaurants at walt disney world you said we had some uh listener feedback you want to get to that parts we had some listener feedback on our you want to give our plug for our on our Facebook group? On our Facebook group. Yeah, you can go to WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family on Facebook and join us there. So you could be a part of this great discussion that we have going on. So go ahead. So my question was, what are some restaurants on property that you like but think fly under the radar and isn't much appreciated by the Disney community? So we have our good friend, friend of the show, Mike Schaefer. Oh, Chippendale's my... Cafe at LBV is fantastic. Worth the trip, even if you want staying at Saratoga or playing golf. 
that's a bold statement. I mean, that's that was, un- I mean, that's solid. That's as under. We the didn't radar even discuss that on our show. No. I'll try it. I'll I'll chime in next week or in a couple, whenever it is, a couple weeks, and see if it's that good. You liked it. You did say it was that good when you were stayed there. It was so good. Yeah, we stopped there twice. Yeah, that's true. That's a good like little uh, launch place. So that's a good one. I appreciate that. Thank you, Schaefer. We have Zach Tills, friend of the show, friend of the show, Mama Melnick's. Oh, okay. AKA Mama Melrose. Again, not only is that under the radar, I think people outwardly dislike it. It. That's when I when I first read that. That was the first thing that came to my head. People think that place sucks. Yeah, and I love it. I think it has one of the best entrees on property. And and I'm and I'm a miserable wannabe foodie. Oh yeah, but that place is so good. Yeah, I mean I I've eaten there a few times and I've had basically the same thing every time and it's always good. That steak with the pancetta mac and cheese. It's so good. That sauce on the steak is fantastic. That mac and cheese. They could serve that on its own for like $30 a mm-hmm. plate. That's very true. Anything else on there on the Facebook? We have Joe Cachochi. Joe Quat. Turf Club. Capital A-L-L. All of the restaurants at the Swan and Dolphin. Yeah, well, he's not wrong. That's basically what you listed. That's pretty much what I listed. <laughs> Olivia's. Okay, I mentioned that. And Grand yeah. Flow Cafe. He's right on it. That's why he's yeah. like on our show. He's an expert. Yeah. He he's he's got his stuff together. He's so just like club. us. He likes the resorts. He doesn't want to go to the parks twenty four seven. I mean, he is. I might have to try turf club. I'm running out of meals here, parts. I know. You know what? And I I agree with him. Like people again, people rip that place. We ate there once. We had a great meal. And this was a long time ago, back when I was just a nerd. Oh, I haven't been to this restaurant. You want to go up to, I can get a reservation at Turf Club. Kristen's like, sure. I want to get out of the house. Fine. Yeah. It's a great place. So I'm definitely going to check out the bar with the pool table and everything. We'll spend some time Barge, there. We were talking about that, too, last night, how great that bar is. Yeah. Like, you, you can't belly up, so you have to get your drink to go. But just to sit at that at a table and, like, like, I was watching the final four mm-hmm. and we're just sitting there and, and, and guy and his girlfriend were playing pool and I was talking to them. We're just sitting at this table. There's nobody around. It's super chill. Great, great, great under the radar bar. Can you remind me who, uh, who came out on top in the final four this year? If you remember, was that Kansas or was Kansas mm-hmm. last year? I think Kansas might've been the year before. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. I'll get back to you next week on that. One. Okay. I can't remember. I know Miami was in it, San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, and I can't remember that last team. Oh, for, so it. we had Florida Atlantic and San Diego State in the Final Four. They were in the Final Four. In yeah. Miami. In Miami. Yeah, those are those are um, true blue bloods. Murderers row of yeah, true four. blue bloods. Again, hey, you can't you can't pick who you have to play. Well, that is true. Anyways, <laughs> take attention away from you and back to me. We have Michael Michael Bobichael. I like that. This is an interesting one. Okay. Skipper Canteen never seems to get enough love despite some great, interesting food. I completely agree with that sentiment. I agree with that, and that didn't make my list again because I haven't eaten. Because I haven't been there either. That's one of the few that I've never been to. 
But I think that one, ironically, I would say is like talked about so much for being under the radar. It's almost not under the radar anymore. But people still don't go there. So it's like I can't figure you know what I mean? Like my qu- my question is it, it do people go there and talk about it because it's the only decent meal you can get in the Magic Kingdom? Cuz I'm afraid I'm going to go and be like, "Eh, I would have rather been going to Grand Flow Cafe or somewhere else." It looks decent. It I, does. I mean, it really it does good. and I'll definitely yeah. try it once. That's another one, though, where it's like, if I'm in the Magic Kingdom with my family, that's a tough one to convince. Yeah, that's not going to fly right now with young kids. The two kids to go to. So that's not on my short list at the moment. But Definitely I, I like agree. a place like you and I would try. Oh, yeah. If you're like, down here for like a work conference and you end up getting like a one day pass or you get annual passes with your DV, DVC someday. Oh, maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> I was thinking about that too. Yeah. If I bought an annual pass, if I already have a trip booked for July, I could maybe go a couple times in between, but we'll see what happens. This is getting bad, isn't it? And it or was at the... Steakhouse 71. It was that Uber to the That's all it was. You were so angry for so many years, and then it completely changed, didn't it? Well, you know, COVID made you angry too. Well, me. I'm saying you as like a right, general. Right, right, right. In general, like I was down on everything. Hadn't been able to travel, was miserable, and then that was like, oh, this is still awesome. You got that, and I don't even like the contemporary. I say it every time. Yeah, I don't right. even yeah, care I know. about the contemporary, but I just got that feeling. It's got the nostalgia. It's just nostalgic. You're in the yeah. belly of the contemporary. That place has no windows. Like you're in a cave <laughs> and you're having a good meal. Like there's just so yeah. much perfection. This. The that contemporary, it is. It, it, it's messed up, but it's so gorgeous at the same note, isn't it? As soon as I had a bite of that onion soup, I was like, uh-oh, I'm back. The, you laughed at that, too. You could see I that did. review on our YouTube channel. That's what you did. You took a sip of the onion soup, and you laughed. I did. I laughed, yeah. That's on YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG, where you can find all our videos. Go search for that Steakhouse 71 review, if you like, or any of our other room reviews. Now, this week... Reviews. This week, we do have a unique dining experience, La Creperie. Over oh, okay. And that's when, that was like during the preview too, right? Yeah, that, yep. Okay, I like to see that. I'm interested in that. And I that's think, an, you know what? That's an under-the-radar place. That's an under-the-radar place, yep. Didn't make our list, but that's an under-the-radar place. It also just might not be that good is also an option. For well, you have to tune in. Yeah, we'll check that out. You can find our other uh, social medias at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Facebook group, like we talked about, WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. You can go to our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Um, You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com. Mike at WDWBTG.com and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Dot com. Anything else you want to talk about here, Pards? Nope, we're good. You can bring us home. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 489 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. My co-host Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Hey.